The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So in our particular tradition of Buddhism, there are two primary meditation practices we do. And one is the mindfulness practice and the other is loving-kindness practice. And uh, it's a beautiful practice, though sometimes it's quite challenging. And sometimes, rather than feeling more kindness or friendliness, goodwill in doing it, sometimes people get more angry (laughs) or irritated or something. And generally, we take that as a good sign. It means that something's been uh, flushed out that maybe has been buried or underneath. And sometimes, you know, as the kind of the, as the surface of our heart is the armor or whatever kind of softens away, then what's underneath begins to show itself. And sometimes what's underneath is challenging and there might be resentment or fear or something. So sometimes that happens with loving-kindness practice. And then uh, the encouragement is either continue doing loving-kindness with a lot of patience and gentleness and acceptance of what's happening, or to stop doing loving-kindness practice and do mindfulness practice with what's going on. And to be, and then practice be very accepting and, and uh, generous to the difficulty you're having, but to see it clearly with the kind awareness of mindfulness. The, um, there are all kinds of ways of practicing loving-kindness and I think that uh, it's in many, many ordinary situations it's a, good to personalize it to make it your own be a little bit creative even to find your own way and there are some standard ways in which it's taught um, and you, don't have, you can try those ways and see if they're helpful but also you can vary it and find your own way in some way um, I find it's useful uh, for me to, to sometimes uh, approach loving-kindness practice with a light touch, um, not try too hard, to be relaxed, be easy about it. And it's kind of like similar to how uh, some people have, have find it helpful to, as an entry point to do visualization practices. Some people have a hard time visualizing, so it's hard to do sometimes you know, guided visualization something. But... Um, uh, useful instructions for visualizations is um, if you can't visualize, imagine that you are. <laughs> and that sometimes takes the pressure off it having to be some idea that has to look a certain way or technicolor or something. And so if you have trouble with loving kindness practice, maybe it's you can just imagine you're doing it. You know, maybe that's enough just to kind of get you into it. And, So take a comfortable, alert posture. And gently close your eyes. And then take a few moments to become familiar with how you are now. How you're feeling in your mind, in your body, in your heart.
Perhaps take a few long, slow, deep breaths as a way of connecting more fully with your body into the present moment. And breathing normally. Bring your attention inside, perhaps the area of your heart, your chest. And see if you can notice if there's any feelings of tenderness or anything that might be associated with kindness goodwill, love. And if so, let yourself become a little stiller, still in the mind, so you can better feel or sense it. It's the same way you'd become still so you can hear a sound far away. Breathing in the midst of your heart center. And one of the simplest ways of doing loving-kindness practice is to use one word that's associated with metta and just quietly say that word in your mind. Maybe imagining it's like dropping a pebble into a pond. And you drop the word into the pond of your heart and then you feel or sense or allow for ripples, how the ripples of that word spreads out into your body, to your heart. You 
kind of drop the word in and then step back to allow for what happens, for how that resonates within you. I will offer you a few words that are synonyms of metta in English. You can either take in, listen to the word as I say it, or you can repeat it silently to yourself and let it just kind of drop in the pond of your heart. Kindness. Loving kindness. Good will. Friendliness. Well-wishing. Perhaps from the pond of your own heart, your heart center, not from your mind of thoughts and judgments and memories and ideas so much, but from your heart center to take in yourself. Be aware of here you are, a person sitting here breathing, attentive in your body, a person who's capable of happiness and well-being.
a person for whom it's appropriate to wish well for. And see if you can find inside of yourself some goodwill towards yourself, some well-wishing towards yourself, some idea that it would be nice if this person here was happy, at ease, peaceful. And we're connecting to yourself this way, best you can, finding the intention, the intention, aspiration, wish for that you could be happy. See if you can give voice or give expression to this wish by silently repeating these words to yourself. May I be happy. May I be safe. Be healthy. May I be at peace. might be nice to say the phrases with beginning of the phrase, they may I be on the in-breath as you feel yourself. And then as you say the exhale the last word of the phrase, as you would say that drop that pebble in the pond. May I be happy. safe. May I be healthy. Peace. 
And the word may is useful. If you think of it more, not to expect anything, but more of an being open to possibility. And letting go of expectations and ideas. But more like opening to the possibility of happiness and safety. Opening to the possibility of feeling it here in some way. To feel how you feel happy, safe, healthy, peaceful at this moment in your body, mind. May I be happy. May I be safe. Be healthy. May I be at peace. don't have to feel loving-kindness or feel loving, but it might be helpful if you appreciate whatever goodwill, well-wishing that you're capable as you do this. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to offer this as a way to meet whatever your life has been about, whatever struggles you have and difficulties in your life. In spite of those, to appreciate the well-wishing that you're capable of, gentle, easy, light, focusing one more time May I be happy. May I be safe.
May I be at peace. And then for the last minute of the sitting, see if you can let yourself be gently still within, letting yourself move towards still place within. This is the introduction to our series for the next eight months on the Brahma Viharas. And loving kindness is the foundation, in our traditions, understood the foundation for the other three for compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. For some people, the practice of loving kindness is an acquired taste. 
and it doesn't necessarily come easily. And that was uh, the case for me. When I first learned about it, I wasn't interested in it and thought it was kind of insincere and artificial. And, um, but at some point, there was a turning for me, and now I've come to have tremendous love and appreciation for, the, for it and the power of it. And it's really a, a, a well worth acquired taste, if that's how it's going to be for you, to spend some time seeing what it could be and finding your way into it. So if you're all inclined, I would strongly encourage you to spend this month beginning to explore loving-kindness, in your, both in your daily meditation practice, but also there might be little moments through the day where you can try uh, sprinkling some of this loving-kindness meditation kind of in the course of the day. You stop at a red light and you have a minute to wait. You can get in a few phrases and see, you know, kind of don't close your eyes because... <laughs> but, but, you know, just kind of see what it's like. And it's possible that spending a minute doing that, doing a little loving-kindness practice, is a great improvement to the alternative of what's going on. I don't know what you usually do, waiting. And uh, so it can be done informally through the day, in little corners of the day. And, um, and I'd encourage you uh, this first month to try, if it makes sense, to do it to yourself and see what it's like to, what it does to your relationship to yourself, your understanding of yourself, just coming back, doing it yourself, yourself. And as I said this morning, that um, the, the traditional reason for doing it towards oneself is so that you have a good reference point for understanding others so that you can actually extend your, kind of put yourself in other people's shoes and kind of then more easily um, be able to extend your goodwill to them. So in a month or so, we'll spend another day on loving kindness. And uh, I hope that uh, this was meaningful for you and connected you nicely to this practice. And um, may whatever merit, benefit that comes from this may be for the benefit of all the people you're going to see as you leave here. On the roads, in your communities, places of work, in your neighborhoods, in your homes, wherever you run into people, may it be that whatever ways that you've benefited from our exploration of Brahma-viharas, may it be for their welfare and happiness as well. May all beings be happy. <laughs>